This is Reset. 40 is the new happy. The interview series that introduces you to people who leave secure jobs to go out on their own. A risk that hopefully brings reward. I'm Mike Morin, and today I'm taking a page from the popular Shark Tank TV show, where they follow up with someone with whom they've invested to see how things are going. So today, welcome to Reset, 40 is the new happy, after the podcast. I wanted to visit Brett Sellingham, who spent years in sports retail and started a basketball development company and served as the house barber for 15 years at a salon in Manchester. Exactly one year ago, Brett followed his dream and opened Varnish, a high-end exclusive men's salon complete with cuts, hot shaves, and massage. Oh, and the optional adult beverage, a first for this area. Congratulations, you survived the first year with, you know, many businesses do not. In your mind, was there ever any doubt you would succeed? Uh, first of all, thanks to you for coming today, Mike. I appreciate you following up on this uh, story. Uh, I would say that there was no real doubt. I really felt comfortable coming into it, like I said before, when we first uh, interviewed. Is it did a lot of research. Uh, I felt really comfortable in uh, in moving in and, and doing our thing. I think there's always an element of doubt, a slight bit of it. Uh, you're always wondering, you know, how much growth is going to be possible and how quick is it going to come. Fortunately for us, the, the growth came at a quick rate. I-93, Bridge Street, not even a mile away from the big highway in Manchester. Has the location proven to be what you'd hoped it would? Yeah, I would definitely say the, even more so, I guess, than what I expected. You know, being on the on the major corridor going uh, east-west here through the city uh, has easy access from downtown, has easy access from the highway, and being that we have uh, our own parking lot was huge. That was a big thing for me, as I know guys, you know, a lot of people talk about doing it downtown, and we definitely thought about that, but uh, having the parking lot was huge, you know, and that if a guy drives in, he's going to be able to to park right away and not drive around look for a spot and so that's that's been big for us and your staff is growing talk to me about that yes we have three new barbers and another uh, massage therapist uh you know it's uh something over the first year the growth really it really took off and we had a hard time keeping up with it um i got st- stuck behind the chair uh, probably way more than i expected to be but that's a good problem to have uh but the business development side kind of got left behind a little bit so we could keep up with the uh with the flow um now with the three new people i'm able to focus more on the business development side and kind of take us to the next step as far as the business goes so was that maybe the biggest challenge so far, the unexpected growth and kind of scrambling to meet it? Yeah, I would say so far that that's been the biggest uh, biggest thing is just trying to keep up with how much growth we've had and, and uh, trying to maintain what our brand is. That's the big thing. You know, we want to want to make sure we don't sacrifice what the brand is that we're creating. And uh, so far, so good. We've we've really been able to maintain that all the way through and continue to grow it and look forward to year two and the fun things we got going on to kind of continue to brand it even further. I wonder if I'd have said to you a year ago that this was going to happen, that you'd be scrambling to keep up without sacrificing, you know, the brand and everything, what you would have said to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I, I definitely didn't foresee uh, us being as busy as we did right away. I think, uh, you know, that's a testament to our community, uh, you know, as a community, as Manchester as a community, but also as the, uh, the beauty industry, the barber industry as a whole. We've got a lot of support uh, kind of being the first, uh, first one in the game. People have really been supporting 
lot of the salons are, are telling guys about us, and, and, and so we've got a lot of great support all the way around. You had the blessing of Nick, your previous boss at Not So Plain Janes, to go out on your own. You both knew that your clients would leave Not So Plain Janes, and they did. Uh, so how is it uh, going with seeing new faces? I mean, that's the new challenge, growing beyond the customers you brought from your former location. Yes, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of meeting a lot of new people. Um, it's been an interesting, uh, from the marketing standpoint, reaching all the new people and how they've uh, we've obviously got a lot of great support from the media like yourself. Uh, we've uh, we've utilized Facebook. Uh, we've utilized a lot of the uh, social media aspects, and it's brought in a lot of new faces. and uh, and And it seems to be uh, doing very well. All right. For those that maybe don't know, even though you answered this a year ago, not everybody heard the first podcast. What What's the name Varnished mean? And uh, as a brand, has it accomplished what you thought it would? Yeah, Varnished, uh, you know, like it's something I wanted something unique, I think, uh, in my business background and things that I've uh, experienced over the years. Your, your name is important. And I wanted something that was not not cheesy or corny i wanted something that was you could tie into the industry and and, and varnish was something i came across and i thought it was pretty cool uh you know a nice finished product and uh glossy finished product and and so uh from that standpoint we've got a lot of feedback on the name and people really like that a lot and uh and then we have we've been able to brand it we're an exclusive high-end gentleman salon and and that's uh it's come across as that you had dozens, if not hundreds, of possible names. Was it tough finally coming up with Varnish? Were there two or three others that maybe were very close behind? Yeah, I definitely had a very long list of names, something that kept me up uh, pretty regularly. As they would pop into my mind, I would write them down. Um, I think when varnished, when I when it first came out of my mouth, and it, it kind of stuck right away, I didn't. I didn't say right away that was going to be the name. I definitely kind of molded over quite a bit, and uh, but I always felt like it was a good choice. Well, the Sharks always talk about money. Uh, so I'll ask, what percentage above or below projections is Varnish generating on a monthly basis, if you could say? Yeah, I don't have, uh, you know, being the first year, I didn't have, like, specific numbers that I was looking at. I there was a specific monthly number that I wanted to to reach where I felt like we were uh, would be above and beyond a viable business at that point. Um, it's a number that I didn't expect to reach till year three or four, um, and we should probably reach that here in the next uh, next six months. So I'm excited about that. We've had some great growth, and now it's just a matter of uh, continuing to grow and keep things fresh and exciting, and and keep continuing to grow constantly. So, having said that, does it make you kind of readjust expectations for the next year? Yeah, you know, we're always, I don't know, I think in my personality in general, I'm never one to, uh, I don't know what I call, uh, I don't like the groundhog effect, uh, you know, like the groundhog day effect. I, it drives me crazy. So I'm always looking to uh, continue to get better, do different things, you know. So there, there's always uh, a vision to continue to grow and increase constantly and, and visions for what that will be.
Under that same category, the possibility of expanding to more than one shop, I would imagine that's crossed your mind. Yes, you know, that's something that uh, we've, it's honestly been part of the business model from the get-go. It was always something that was uh, planned to, to kind of start this location, brand varnished, uh, and then kind of look at multiple locations at some point. So no no particular timeline on that. I'm kind of like one of those people I, I want to, it'll, when I feel comfortable and I feel like we've we've done the job here and we got this operating at a, at a high percentage then uh, then we'll look at other options from there. All right, so you talked about continuing the growth, keeping it interesting, uh, keeping it relevant, keeping the branding true. Um, are you thinking about new and inventive ways to get the word varnished out there, perhaps in terms of community activities or interesting, catchy promotions? Yeah, I mean, we're always looking at ways to try to reach out, you know, I guess for in a, in a business like this, in an industry like this where the margins are fairly small, you've got to be creative in the way you do your marketing. So we're always looking at different ways uh, to reach out, be involved in the community, uh, do, those, do those things to help support the community and involve uh, people with us as well. So as a business owner, it gives you somewhat of the luxury or flexibility to make your own hours, even though you do need to be here a lot. Has that been helpful in terms of your personal life? Because you do have two daughters yet that are reasonably young that do need their dad. Yeah, I mean, it, it does allow you a little bit more flexibility for sure. If you need to do something, you can uh, adjust your schedule, though. Uh, Nick was always accommodating whenever I needed anything there. So that was honestly, it has never been that big of a problem since I've been in the industry. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I find myself definitely working more here than I ever did at Jane's, and and that's fine. I enjoy that. I'm here seven days a week at some point or another, whether cutting or doing business stuff. So it's uh, it's a big commitment, but it's something I enjoy. And finally, uh, if we go beyond this podcast, or if we talk next year again, predict what you hope you'll have to tell me next time. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I would just say, I guess, uh, growth, just growth, growth, growth. And, and uh, you know, a word that I think is that I throw around a lot and I think is, is big in business is how efficient are you? Um, I want to make sure that we're running at a high efficiency. And, and like I said, with small margins, I want to be able to continue to grow. And uh, hopefully we're looking at, uh, I don't know, if this year goes well, maybe we start looking at the possible expansion for uh, for next year. I know here in the shop we're going to do some uh, some changes to kind of keep things fresh for, for year three. We'll do a new floor layout and kind of uh, just keep things fresh. You know, it's a trend-based industry. Can't stand still. Never, <laughs> never. No one's successful standing still. Well, congratulations. One great year behind you, only onward and upward, I would guess. Yes, looking forward to the growth. And uh, I want to say thank you to everyone in the community and all the varnished gentlemen who, who uh, continue to support us and our mission.